0: on Diamondbacks Podcast, a part of the Locks on Podcast Network your team every day listening to who the always charismatic host of this podcast miller thomas I'm a multimedia journalist and i'm a graphic designer so please go check out my website millerthomas 24 that my on there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design don't forget to follow me on twitter at creator thomas 24 for my personal account or just look up locked on Diamondbacks back both twitter and instagram for the podcast handle now on today's pod, we got Vince Samperio of Locked On Dodgers on the podcast for a crossover. Talking the series, talking about are the D backs actually a rival of the Dodgers? Will the Padres make the postseason? Scariest wild card matchup for the Dodgers. So we talk a whole lot of baseball in this podcast with the Locked On Dodgers. But before we get to that podcast, you got to join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia. Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. Every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, jump right into the pod with Vince Imperio of Locked On Dodgers. All right, Locked On listeners, fans. We got another crossover and it's been a long time coming since you've heard his, his voice. I don't think you, we've uh, talked to this man since the preseason, since we were doing crossovers before the season even started, and that is Vince Samperio of Locked On Dodgers. Say what's up to the listeners who might have forgot what you sound like, Vince.
1: Yeah, how's it going, listeners? I probably sound a little different. Uh, voice got lost in the Raider game on Monday in Vegas, but I'm getting it back, and uh, yeah, excited to talk about maybe not so much about the D-backs Dodgers since uh, you guys yeah. probably don't have much to talk about, but it's, it's I did talk baseball nonetheless.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, how proud are you as a Dodgers fan to beat the <laughs> lowly D-backs? I mean, they have, I think they're, I think they're a half game back of the Orioles for the worst record in baseball.
1: You know what? I, I, I will take pride in it only because the lowly rock road Rockies came in and took two or three from the mm-hmm. Dodgers not that long ago. So when the Dodgers do what they're supposed to do, I, I'm going to take uh, advantage and, the Padres helped out and won the last two nights. Now the Dodgers said one game back. So I'm, I'm happy about it.
0: And I'm hoping I have to check the Diamondbacks' schedule to see who they still play at the end of the season. I mean, being the a D backs podcast host is not like I have to look ahead in the schedule for a lot of these games. It's like, Most of them are going to be losses anyway. It's not like we need these games for a potential playoff match. So I'm not looking ahead a lot in the schedule. But if we are playing the Padres, I hope the D-backs win because I like it when the D-backs play spoilers against the other NL West teams. But unfortunately, they couldn't do that against the L.A. Dodgers. But I did kind of want to ask you an overall question as a Dodgers fan. How do you view the D-backs? As an organization, as a franchise, do you look at the D backs as a real rival or do you just look at them as like annoying little gnat you have to face a few times a year?
1: I think there was a stretch and and you know, starting off with the the Giants are the Dodgers like main rival and and the one that even if one team is bad or both teams are bad, whatever the case, that's always gonna be the rivalry. I think the D backs were that Not so much a nap, but, you know, they they wanted to be a rival of the Dodgers. I guess it's kind of how it felt with the pool situation that one year. And then (laughs) they were guarding the pool the other year. Uh, And then, you know, they had the brawl, the big broad Dodgers stadium and just, you know, other other contentious things over the past. It's funny when Kirk Gibson was manager, a lot of this stuff was happening in Kirk Gibson's. Pretty beloved in Dodger history, but not for those few years he was managing the D-backs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it, at, for the, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, there's cycles. The Dodgers and Rockies played in Game 163 just uh, three years ago, and, and now they're kind of out of the cycle. The Padres are the next one in the cycle. They've kind of really fallen off and didn't really provide what what we expected for this season. So it's, it's always like Giants up top, and then it's just who else is good. is kind of rotating in and out
0: yeah I would definitely have to say the Dodgers are probably the D-backs biggest rival even though the feeling probably isn't reciprocated and some of that is like you said the Kirk Gibson stuff also AJ Pollock he's he's talked some he said some nasty things not nasty but he said some things that definitely rub D-backs fans the wrong way over the last couple years so uh, I guess screw that guy for the D-backs nation I know they definitely don't like him but the Dodgers right now of course in a thick playoff race I mean they've clinched it after this series with the (laughs) with the D-backs unfortunately the D-backs did instead of playing spoiler they actually helped the Dodgers make the postseason which is not fun to say but the Dodgers only a game back of the Giants and at this point in the season like I had respect for the Giants entering the year but I definitely thought it was the Dodgers division to take and so do you still believe I mean obviously you believe the Dodgers can win the division but what's your confidence level of them actually overtaking the Giants?
1: Yeah, it's crazy if you would have told me before the season that the dodgers were 40 games over 500 and not in first place at this point i would have you know i would have first thought okay maybe the padres had the hot streak but i also didn't really believe in the padres as much as everyone else did mm. so you know not to not to hold on for the dodgers I mean, we kind of saw it happen their depth kind of really got tested and they just you know don't didn't have it but I, one game back with 15 to play none against each other that's the bad part you know the Dodgers don't technically control their own destiny they could go 15 and 0 the rest of the way and the Giants could go 15 and 0 the rest of the way, and it, it wouldn't matter the Giants would be first place but I think with the way the Dodgers are playing the offense you know even if it's against the Diamondbacks it's not like the Dodgers were Dodgers offense was getting shut down by bad pitching even before this heading into this series so I'm a little obviously a lot more confident now with one game back the this weekend will be a big one. The Braves with the Giants, and then the Dodgers got the Reds. And the other thing too is just the Padres. They're playing for their life now. They <laughs> play the Giants, They play the Giants six more times. They play the Dodgers three times. So that's kind of where it's going to come down to. And it's just a matter of if the Padres can split those games with the Giants. I think the Dodgers have it. But I will say, as I'm a lot more confident than I was two days ago when I was pretty much conceding the division to the Giants, and now I feel a bit better.
0: Yeah, it's I you, you just could never count the Dodgers out because of the amount of talent they have. But just contrasting, just to look at the two teams on paper, it, it's so crazy to just compare the talent back and forth because the Giants are basically a team of, it feels like waiver wire guys, dudes that they were just signing for one-year deals for a few mil, million bucks and they're just playing way above their head. All the Dodgers would go out there and break in the bank. And yeah, some of their guys are homegrown as well, but they also go out there and acquire the stars like Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. So it's it just been an interesting contrast to see those two teams how they've both been able to build their two teams differently but still end up at the same result so I think it's been a pretty interesting case study because it's kind of the the thing in baseball is you don't have to without the salary cap you don't have to be the Yankees you don't have to be in a big market organization any organization could go out there and sign the best players and the Giants they didn't even have to break the bank to do that you get good coaching in you bring in a new manager you change the culture up a little bit and all of a sudden. Look at you. Look at where the Giants are now. They are by far, not by far, but they have the best record in baseball. And it, it's a lot of glue and paste and just patching things together and just getting guys to have career seasons. Even though they may be in their early 30s, they've been able to get career years out of guys like a Buster Posey, uh, some other dudes. Evan Longoria was balling before his injury. So it, it's been cre- pretty incredible to watch those two as a contrast to each other. Maybe polar opposites on how they with their ideology and philosophy to building their team, but still ending up with the same result. So I find those two teams very interesting when you're watching them in contrast. But why didn't you believe in the Padres more entering this season? Vince and I will continue the pod in just a second. But today I want to talk to you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. We're back and better than ever, all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new, updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right let's get back into the pod
1: it wasn't you know i thought they were gonna be a good team i definitely thought they're gonna be better than they were now and playing i thought they'd give the dodgers competition until september but the main thing for me with the padres and, and you know I'm on record on i don't know if i was on your show on record but on record on on our own show is just they didn't have the depth they had the, mm-hmm. the talent top tier talent um but you know they were counting on will myers wow. to replicate a 2020 season where he, he's, not that, he's not that guy anymore. They were he's counting not that Eric. guy, pal. <laughs> yeah, he's not that guy. Uh, they were counting on Eric Cosmer to be the, the same thing. Same thing. Him and Will Myers, I thought, were the same guys. They were counting on them to do what they did in 2020 in a short sample and, and then over the case of 162, you know, if you're not that talented, the game will find you and the game will expose you. And that's kind of what's happened there. You know, they ran into a rash of injuries, which kind of hurt them. You Darvish, it seems like the sticky substances is what's mm. gotten. In. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I, am not going to put that out there hundred percent, but that's it, the, the numbers and the, and the dates co- coincide right there. And the other part is, and this is not really me. This was more of my co-host Jeff. You know, when you play on emotion, and and you're and you're playing on emotion so hard, and you know they were they're always up in the dugout and they're always going crazy. They brought in the swag chain, they had a lot of stuff, but you can only run on emotion so much if the if the talent and the overall depth isn't there. That's kind of what they ran into, and and I expected them to be giving the Dodgers a race right now, but but not really into september and it it kind of spoiled before then but you know they're they're probably they're still in it and uh you know maybe they'll play the giants in the walker hey i'll put this out there
0: you darvish was on that sticky stuff he's gotten (laughs) crushed by the d-backs in his last two outings if he can't crush by the d-backs i think there's some sticky stuff because this dude was the top five pitcher in baseball the last year and a half. And then coincidentally, as soon as they put the sticky stuff crackdown in, he goes to being an average pitcher, more of a number three kind of guy. So I, I definitely think there's some strong correlation there between you, Darvish, and the sticky stuff. I, I guess we can't confirm it, but that's yeah. that's where I'm leaning toward the speculation. Suspicion but like a lie. Yeah, the suspicions are definitely there. And like a lot of people, I definitely thought the Padres were going to be right in the thick of things with the L.A. Dodgers. Yes, their depth might have not been as good in their lineup, but they still had some top end talent, of course, with Tatis, Machado. I still like the Grisham. I still like the Eric Hosmer, even though you kind of needed him to replicate his 2020 season. And most of all, I just love their rotation entering the year. I felt like they had, you know, you Darvish. Lake Snell we didn't know about the Nelson Lamette's health but I didn't think it was going to be that big of a concern for the entire season so I looked at that roster on paper I was like they have three or four number one number two starters like that's going to be one of the top three to five rotations in baseball and they should have still an explosive offense so I thought they were going to be one of the better teams in baseball I thought they would be at this point of the season neck and neck with the LA Dodgers so I'm actually Kind of surprised that the Giants are still there at the top. I'm not surprised that they're a good team. I'm just surprised that they have the best record in baseball. That's the most surprising thing about them. So for you, do you think it's more shocking that the Padres are closer to the Rockies in the standings than they are the Dodgers or the Giants?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's shocking. I've definitely pegged the, the Padres to be a 95-win team or so. Uh, and I thought the Dodgers were going to win 100 or more. So I wasn't too con- – that's why I wasn't, like, you know super concerned But the Giants are a 95 win team, and there's still two weeks left to play. The Padres aren't going to touch 95 wins, and uh, you know at that before these last two games, there people were talking about are they even going to get to 500 because they had a you know they they would have won like eight and ten in their last 18, they would have been at 500. So it's very shocking that they are in third place and closer to the Rockies than they are to the Dodgers and Padres. I mean, Dodgers and Giants.
0: Yeah, Padres right now. Excuse me, I'm looking at the MLB wildcard standings. We're recording this around 6.30 p.m. on a Thursday, 9.16, and the Padres are a half game back currently of the St. Louis Cardinals who have come on pretty hot recently because I didn't think the Cardinals were – a real wild card contender with how they look the first couple months of the season. And then I saw their trade deadline. I was like, what are you doing? Trading for John Lester, Jay have literal fossils fossils in the in major league baseball. But I, I guess the deals have worked out for them just because they've gone on this hot streak right after the MLB trade deadline. But with the Padres six games above 500 half game back of that second wild card spot. I know you weren't a total believer. You thought they were going to be a good team, but you didn't think they were going to be, you know, uh, running through the Major League Baseball. So where's your confidence level then overall with the Padres even making the postseason?
1: Honestly, I still think they're going to make it. They have the most talent of all the teams left, but they do have the toughest schedule. I mean, they play the Dodgers and Giants nine times here in the last two weeks, which is very tough. But, you know, they just play with the Giants. The Reds have lost like seven series in a row. They play the Dodgers this weekend, so the Dodgers could effectively maybe knock them out a little bit if they they go for the sweep. The Cardinals aren't interesting because they kind of came out of nowhere. They're just kind of the ones that were – kind of hovering playing you know they're not playing out of their mind they're just playing good baseball and with the reds Padres have been like the worst team since the august i think or was the stat or august something like i said the reds have lost seven series in a row so they just kind of lurked they just took two out of three from the dodgers so it's not like you know they're playing bad teams and winning so i I still think the Padres are going to get in um and I hope it's against the Giants in the wild card game, but that's me more so hoping that they beat the Giants a lot, so it helps the Dodgers get the division.
0: Vince and I will be wrapping up the podcast talking a little Dodgers, the little Padres, but save time and money when using Rock Auto because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you will need. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we send you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Yeah, who do you want to see in that wild card game? Because I definitely think the Padres will probably make the postseason. I just like their talent on paper better than the St. Louis Cardinals. Of course, I like the Dodgers are the best and they have a 17 game lead on that uh, second wild card spot. So it's definitely going to come down to the Padres battling the Cardinals or the Reds. And who knows? I mean, I haven't heard your answer yet of who you want to see in the wild card, but... The Dodgers can help the Padres not make the postseason. If the Dodgers want to, they got the wild card spot at least locked up. If you're in, if you're a Dodgers fan and you're not worried about who you're going to face, you can say, you know what, screw the Padres. Let's just lose to the Cincinnati Reds and let's potentially get them even closer to that second wild card spot.
1: Yeah, I think between the Reds, Padres, and Cardinals, it's definitely the Reds. They have, mm. you know, Luis Castillo's good. And but I know he's struggled a bit here recently, only because I have a friend that's a Reds fan, so he updates me about the Reds. So I kind of know what's going on with them. Their bullpen's not great. They're hitting supposedly they can't hit left-handers, uh, although the Dodgers wouldn't start a left-hander in the wild card game anyway. So it doesn't really matter that on that front. You know, the Padres are still a good team. They played the Dodgers well. The Dodgers beat them six times in a row, but the Padres were, you know, we're ahead of them. We're seven and three against them before that. And Blake Snell. He struggled against everyone else. I know he's had a bit of a hot streak here in the last month, but he's Mm -hmm. done well against the Dodgers all season. He did well against the Dodgers last year in the postseason. You know, probably if he would have stayed, he might have gone another inning and helped the Dodgers to no runs. But, you know, thank you, Kevin Cash. And then when it comes to the Cardinals, it's just the Dodgers Mm -hmm. and Cardinals have interesting – playoff history here in the last 10, 15 years or so. Um, I would prefer not to play the Cardinals just because you know Cardinals devil magic is a thing. And Adam Wainwright just dominated the Dodgers not too long ago, even though he doesn't throw over 90 miles an hour. And to lo- to see to think about the Dodgers losing to Adam Wainwright, uh throwing 90 miles an hour in <laughs> a wild card game is just not fun. So give me the reds, uh, but hopefully like I said the Dodgers can just overtake and not have to worry about a wild card game.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much with the Reds pitching uh, pitching Luis Castillo. I mean, the past couple seasons, I thought he was a stud, one of the better pitchers in baseball. He's just been kind of up and down this season, just kind of struggled. Uh, I don't really think it's even sticky stuff because this guy was struggling even before the crackdown. So maybe just one of those years sometimes in baseball, dude, just have a off-season, bad year, and then they come back the next year and they're fine. So maybe that's the deal with Luis Castillo. And even if they – Make it past a wild card round, like the idea of a Wade Miley starting Game One of a postseason series, like I, I just don't trust that rotation at all. But for one game in a wild card, uh, in a wild card game. I would worry about that lineup because the Reds do have a lot of boppers. And before Winker got hurt, you can make the case they were going to have two of the top five MVP go-getters in Castellanos and Winker, most likely. They're going to have the rookie of the year in Jonathan India, uh, Eugenio Suarez. He's got 25-plus home runs. Like, they got boppers up and down the lineup. Would that concern you at all For if you're a Dodgers fan? I mean, I know you got pitching galore, but still, a lot of boppers in that Reds lineup.
1: Yeah, here's the thing that, you know, just in general, not doesn't even matter who they're playing in a one-game playoff, is the Dodgers' depth, the rotation, everything doesn't matter. You know, they're not going to pitch Scherzer and Bueller and Julio in one game. And if they do, that doesn't, you know, guarantee that they're going to shut everyone down or that they're even going to score. So, you know, the one-game playoff really just puts it into... Who can be better on that day? And and as we've seen before, you know the the D-backs have beat the Dodgers in one game so far this year. Yeah. But, you know everyone's beating the Dodgers out at one point, you know, this season, uh, for the most part, even if they're a bad team. So, for that, it comes down to, yeah, the Reds do have some guys, Winker and Castellanos, both starting outfielders in the, in the All-Star game. Joey Votto had that incredible month after the after the All-Star break. He's cooled down a little bit, but he's still Joey Votto. And like you mentioned, they, they got the rookie of the year, probably in India and everyone else. So, it would be scary, that offense. But, you know, facing Tatis Machado, Cronenworth, if he comes back healthy, those guys are, are a little bit more scary to me. And then the Cardinals, like I said, it, it's nothing about the talent. It's just like they're annoying and, and they've played well against the Dodgers, even if they're not that good.
0: Yeah, the Cardinals, I mean, they definitely got some talented players in their lineup. When you look at a Paul Gochman, Nolan Arenado, we know they got some studs there. But even though Adam Wainwright has been balling, like you said, I don't know if he's striking fear in anyone's uh, hearts and their minds like he used to back in the day, you know, eight nine ten years ago uh i mean he's 39 years old like this dude is about to be 40 yes he's been balling this season he's got like a 288 eight year away i'm looking at it now so he might finish top five in cy young voting maybe maybe not because the nl cy young voting ballot is going to be absolutely stacked this year maybe you could give me your thought on that later because i don't even know if you have a pick off the top of your head it, it's honestly It's honestly tough. I mean, the Dodgers have a couple candidates. Got Corey, the Brewers, their whole rotation can be on the Cy Young ballot. So it's been, it's going to be a tough year for the NL. AL is very intriguing with Robbie Ray and Clayton Kershaw. But in terms of the wild card game, I'm definitely probably the most scared of the Padres, just because I think they have the most variance. I mean, they could throw out a starter in a Yu Darvish if you do still believe him in him in a Blake Snell who been in big games who have been Cy Young candidates in the past so they at least got big game pitchers with experience on their roster they got boppers in that lineup too with Tatis and Machado so I'm definitely probably most scared of them then I'll probably go Reds then Cardinals I'm just not scared of the Cardinals at all for some reason sorry Lucas Smith but your team just does not scare me that much but that's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast and remember, betting on the D-backs doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag or wherever you get your podcasts. And come back tomorrow where we do part two of Vincent Perry of Locked On Dodgers. I ask him if the D backs should trade a Ketel Marte. We talk about the scariest team in the NL outside of the Dodgers. So we talk about a whole bunch of different things on tomorrow's pod. They're going to have to come back for if you want to listen to it. But as always, remember stay safe and stay healthy out there. Deuces.